Do you ever look at someone and wonder what is going on inside their head? Welcome to Strictly Forbidden Flavors Podcast. Hosted by Marcus Edwards, co-host Zoom, and featured guest. We hope you enjoy today's episode full of grown and sexy, grown and sexy, down and dirty, dirty, adult-minded content. All unscripted with no hidden agendas. Let the flavor begin. Everybody, we are here with another episode of Strictly Forbidden Flavors, and I think it's about what, like, let's see, April? Yeah, it's like April. Spring seasons, birds and the bees flying around, all that good stuff. So we back here with another episode. Uh, we did some past three thousand downloads, so thank you to everybody out there who's listening. So I guess some of the people out there listening, we're getting better and better. Uh, I've been networking with the podcasters as well, trying to, you know still their topics i'm just joking not still their topics but just collaborate with people so we can get a lot of different viewpoints and things like that and uh we had a you know, i always have I always talk a little bit and spill the beans about our green room green room sessions and do you all know that zone has not seen all about the business oh lord so and she says because she don't like my kids She's like okay you don't have to like my like i don't like eddie murphy i still saw coming to america like what's on you? You you supported something by somebody you don't like. And, she, <laughs> and I can't believe that she doesn't know about the when he went with the lottery tickets, he's like 45, 15, 17, 48. She don't remember nothing. I was saying those jokes and I'm laughing at myself. I'm even laughing at none. She looking at me like I done spoke Chinese, Egyptian, Swahili, I don't even know. Then I even said, I said, okay, you don't know about the joke when he said <laughs> Your forehead is so big, it's not a forehead, it's a five head. You don't have dreams, you have movies. And she's like, Oh, that's not funny. Yeah, so zone, zone tripping today. So she she up for she up for today's topic. So I'm gonna ask her a few heat up questions and why she gets prepared. And I'm gonna go to my all my infamous pod decks like I always do. And uh, I'm gonna choose a random topic just to ask her some things because uh, we this is the heat up and we just tr- trying to wake zone up because zone up is on over here tripping. She's she been working like five jobs, y'all. So you know we gotta gotta give us some time. So I say the fact that Mike Epps is not funny. Mike I don't Epps, care what y'all say. He's not funny. That is say to you that that is horrible. That is horrible. Mike Epps is is funny. So anyway, so we're gonna so Zone, you're gonna pick. I'm gonna name three of these pod decks. And you're gonna tell me which ones I'm gonna choose questions out of for you. Now. They do range in uh, topics, but whichever one you choose, they're going to be completely random. So we have icebreakers. You have uh, oh, it's a lot of icebreakers, dating life, this or that, or what does NSFW stand for? Not safe for work. 
Okay, so those those are those are the four. Wait a minute, you know all about the Benjamins, but you don't know you don't know what that stands for, bro. Like, bro, you tried. Epic fail. So I'm trying to get back on me on live on air. She got she didn't expect me to say it about the, all about the Benjamins, so she gonna get salty. Someone, I yeah, I ain't got no one this. But guess what? I am me. Okay, but you're supposed to know that. Just like I'm supposed to know about all about the Benjamins. So, what topic do you choose for me to ask you some questions from? Um, that's a hard one. And let me think. Not safe for work could be kind of risky. This or that probably will go fine. All right. I'm a little bit hesitant, but I'm going to go with this or that. This or that, volume one. Let's see. There's a total of 315 cars, so it's going to be randomized, so we only doing a few. Oh, my God. Okay. <sighs> the first one is... I don't even know what the difference between these are. It says a panic room or a hidden room, and why? So what's what's a hidden room? I'm, panic room, I know. I think that's like on the fucking um, like the movie where they was you know in the room and, and you know <laughs> I don't know what a hidden room is. Was that like a, a hidden room? Panic room? Now we can go somewhere. I don't know what that shit is. I'm, I'm not going like I'm thinking too hard. Now we we no. Okay, bacon or sausage, and why? What am I doing with them? Which one would you choose? When you use this, this or that, you choosing this or that, and you saying why you choose? If you had to choose one, you never played this or that before. You choose. No, no, no. One. I'm saying that it's bacon. Or I'm, I'm saying my mind is, what am I doing with them? Am I eating them? Am I you, using them? You overthinking. It's just you. They give you I two can't things. Choose without knowing. No, I can't, I, can't, look, I can't choose without knowing. It's like somebody say eggs, eggs or ham. You like oh scrambled omelet? No, it's eggs or ham. Did you say it's bacon or sausage? No. Which one if you had a if you had a decision to choose, and they only gave you bacon or sausage, which one would you choose? If you had to, if you, they had to give you one, and why? See, there we go. Then I gotta go again. What kind of bacon? What kind of sausage? <laughs> Y'all see how difficult she is. <laughs> what kind of bacon? It, it's smoked maple sausage and crispy bacon. Who cares? Bacon or sausage? Which one? No, it does make a difference. If it's regular bacon, I won't choose it. If it's turkey bacon, I will. But if it's link sausage, is it maple sausage? Is it great? I mean, plain sausage? Is it so sausage? Yeah, green. I don't know what it, I'm choosing. You, I'm very picky. You just green. I'm very picky. <laughs> what you real picky? I'm real picky. So you can't just sound put bacon in front of you. I'm going to ask you, is it turkey bacon? You can. It could be whatever. What, what, what You can make it however you want to. Just which one would you choose out of bacon and sausage? Got to tell me which one you put on the plate first. I'm. I, I ain't cooking it. This is what they're asking. I ain't giving you neither one because I don't mess with either one of them. So I'm letting you know. <sighs> neither. So would, neither. See, y'all see how difficult women are. Neither. Okay. Sudoku or crossword puzzle? Crossword puzzle automatically. Sudoku the one with the numbers. Okay, you book away. And why would you why would you choose the crossword over Sudoku? You know, like the number the numbers and all that. That's, I think Sudoku is like crosswords with numbers, all right. I think it's yeah, that's what I think. Then you just tell me don't be picky, just pick one. Make up your mind. Now I don't do I, I it's numbers. I don't like Sudoku. Crossword mm. puzzles come in any kind of form. I love crossword puzzles. I grew up on them, so I will always choose crossword puzzles. Hmm. Okay. This is a this is an epic question right here that a lot of people ask. Toilet paper roll. 
Over or under? Over. Don't even ask why. Only because it's always in my, nobody in my house ever puts it under. Everybody has always put it over. So I never really, I don't something, even understand. Something wrong with y'all. Over. Okay, under, over. No, it would always be over. It's something wrong with y'all people that put it under. You, I don't know what's with y'all. It always goes out and you pull. You can pull from underneath too. And I'm going to tell you no. why. I'm going to tell you why I don't put it over because more than likely when somebody pull, they pull too much and it pulls it down to the ground. When you pull over, it falls down so much faster. You got gravity going against it. When it's, when it's back, you, you usually use the, the wall or something to, you know, or use your hand or something to pull it from the back. You know, that, that's that's how it goes. I'm just telling you the truth. So, I told you that bullshit. I, I'm what talking from personal, personal, personal experience. No, we do ours over and it never falls to the ground. I don't know what the hell y'all be doing at y'all house. What y'all got? I don't, know, I don't know what's going on up in y'all house. <laughs> it's y'all house. I'm I've never seen people fall to the ground unless you taking your hand and rolling it down. Oh, now, what's wrong with y'all household? Y'all oh. put weights on y'all tissue. We have been wiping asses the right way since I don't I don't know how long. And I even you, hey, yeah. let me tell you something. And it's the softest charming. If it's if it's coming from under, it gives another type of feel to the to that crack. I'm letting you know. He is bullshitting with that bullshit ass lie. That is a bullshit, bullshit ass lie. He just told. There is no sense at all. Who told him that explanation? It's beyond me. He is lying. I'm not, boy. I've had so many experiences from under, over. I'm telling you, like my, even my son. One time he pulled it from, he pulled him over and pulled it, and all the shits are just raveling down and raveling down. It's some, it's a, it's a, it's a disaster. It's a disaster. But hey, hey, it's each his own. But I'm gonna let you know. I'm a, I'm team Undie, team under. Okay. When you go into a bathroom at most uh, at most places, the tissue is over and you pull it straight on out. I've never seen tissue hit the ground, even this, in a hotel, restaurant, bathroom, nothing. You really gonna sit there and say you're gonna really compare what's in my home to somebody who's making maybe like ten, twelve dollars an hour. They don't give a shit right. about how they, they don't give they don't give a shit about how they how they put that damn toilet paper in there. They always put they always put most of them all ninety five percent of the time is always put over, never under. And I ain't never seen nobody say, Oh my god, my tissue falling to the ground. No, you're just making up that now. You just making that up Make- because of all about the Benjamins. We ain't it look. We ain't even going <laughs> in. Just because of all about the Benjamins, we ain't even going in. All right, last one, last one, since since you just skipped like three of them. So last one. Michael Jackson or Prince? Prince. Why? What's so good about what's what's wrong? Michael Michael Jackson is literally like a like a like a god. He's like who? He's like a god in 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 pop. To who? To all of his fans. Who do you think got more fans? Michael Jackson or Prince? Prince. Now you are see you talking about petty and cause if y'all saw her face, you could she know what she just said was no Prince. Not true. Oh my goodness! You think Michael Jackson did? We are the world. And everybody in the world was on deck with that song. What? And Prince did Purple Rain. And everybody knew Purple Rain. No, no, everybody. You think you seen Chinese singing Purple Rain? No. You seen Hispanic singing Purple Rain? No. Yeah, you do. Oh Lord. I don't know what kind of Spanish people you seen, but yeah, you do. Oh Lord. You seen them sing Little Red Corvette. You seen them do all. <laughs> What what Michael Jackson? No, because he's the king of pop to y'all or the king of whatever she, to y'all doesn't y'all. mean. Come on to y'all. She is tri- y'all black tri- folks <laughs> gave him that dumbass label. Like he's <laughs> for black folks. What has Mike done for black folks? 
Not oh, a goddamn thing. He I changed the that. culture. He changed the culture. He moonwalked. Tell me what Move Prince did. That any that tell me what Move Prince did. Let he me did say thriller. This. He did thriller. Come Roger on, Nelson. Roger Nelson changed the way men look in, in, in tights and pants and heels. What did Michael Jackson do? Michael Jackson moonwalked so much he moonwalked into another color. So yeah, I'm going yeah, with that. See, that's petty. Yo, what, now what you bring up his personal situation for? It ain't got nothing to do with his music. What personal yeah. situation? Whatever, if he was, if he wanted to change stuff to purple, that's between him and and and, and the crayon that he put on his face, or he take off his face. They ain't got nothing to do with the quality of his music. We talking about this man's music and what it's he still did. Still the quality of the music. Prince is Prince. I don't care what you say. Oh Lord, I ain't, I ain't there. Anybody say I'm gonna make love to a Michael Jackson song? But everybody, they're gonna tell you they made love to a Prince song. I ain't there. Anybody say I'm gonna make room? Anybody say I'm gonna make love to the man in the mirror? No. Are you crazy? He wrote, "You are not alone." And who was making love to that? No body. I know niggas that I know niggas that cried in the fetal position off that song. You crazy? What are you talking about? I said make love. Anybody cry in no fetal position over Michael Jackson? Come on, man. <laughs> He's weak. So y'all made love to ABC one, two, three. Come on now. I want you yep. back. No, you yep. did not. So soulful session, too. You need leave all them gangsters alone. Yeah, that's y'all listen to all that purple, purple, purple haze, purple rain, all that stuff. I ain't for it. But you know what? I'm gonna let the people listening decide. Who they feel is better because you know what zone is zone is on one today. She is on one today. So I'm gonna allow you because you you already didn't just trashed Michael Jackson's legacy. This is the first time I've heard somebody trash his legacy on live air. This is historic. I and give I, a damn. You know, I don't fuck, I don't like Mike. I don't give a damn. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't like white Mike. I mean he had some good songs, but I don't like white Mike. Now you name me, give me at least three, four songs from Mike that you may love to. I'm I'm just saying. He ain't a love. He's a pop artist. He ain't making no love making music. Why I chose Prince over Mike? You ask me what. Ask me what songs Mike made that I danced to. How about that? I ain't trying. I ain't trying to moonwalk. I'm not trying to wear the Billie Jean gloves. That's y'all. You ask me my choice. Now you hating. You hating. Hating on what? You hating on Michael Jackson's impact to the culture, and it ain't even fair. You gonna release that? Somebody tell me what move that Prince did that's like. Even close to the moonwalk, it ain't nothing. What? What move? Prince Tell and what? his goddamn guitar. You playing with me? Prince and his split. Stop playing with me. You so, really tried? Man, just tried it today. MC Hammer did a split. Back, MC Hammer did a split. What you talking no, about? No, ain't nobody, ain't nobody never rocked out like Prince. Oh. Nobody. There oh. is not a goddamn mic that can hold it to. Mike Mike can do a little funky ass moonwalk, but Prince was still <laughs> the goddamn man. I don't care what you say. Oh, I'm telling you. Under the cherry moon, I'm telling you. Uh, what was this song Prince had? Uh, 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 Raspberry Beret. Come on now, Little Red Corvette. These are songs. Purple Rain, When Doves Cry. Come on now, you can't tell me those. Th- Come on now, they, they surpass Mike. I don't care what you say. Are Mike was the king okay. of pop because white people gave him that title because he uh, was But you're no. not going to go there with Prince. I'm sorry. No, you just no. not. You no. are just not going to go there with Prince. Billy Jean. All I want to say is they don't really care about us. Smooth Criminal, Thriller, ABC, You Are Not Alone, You Rock My World. Come on now. Liberian Girl. Prince ain't touching Mike on a bad day. On Why? Because those songs are classics that will beat any of Prince's songs. And then the charts even say it. The charts say it. Michael Jackson's songs are higher on the charts than, than his. But you, know, you do know Prince wrote a lot of them songs for him, right? Well, good. He, he touched them. He did do them. So, with that being said, I'm still going to go with Prince. 
I don't care. Look, I'm quite sure like a couple of people wrote songs for Beyonce, but Beyonce still get the credit. Sorry. Sorry. And so how we go to Beyonce? Beyonce ain't got nothing to do with this. <laughs> see, we don't see, know the right for it. No, 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 no. See, she like Beyonce. Beyonce. She like Beyonce. She like Beyonce, so she's gonna take over. Mm. Oh, fuck about Beyonce. <laughs> Kelly, I'm Team Kelly Rowland. Hey, you talking? I'm Team Kelly Rowland, buddy. Oh boy. So I'm Team Kelly. <laughs> What? Team, team, what you gonna talk about? Because you ain't about to keep on hyping up Prince up in here over Michael Jackson. I'm not hyping up. You just don't want to give Prince his flowers, even while he did. Y'all still, y'all still rocking with Mike. Now, how y'all rocking with? Hold on, hold on. Let me go back before we even get on. How y'all rocking with Mike and say, "Oh, Mike the greatest." Da da da. But y'all turn up. Now I'm saying America, but you turn your back on on, on R. Kelly just like that. How are we giving Mike the thing, the platform? But we can't get Mike him. didn't pee on anybody. And ain't no documentary come out about Mike. Following with nobody, it was a court case, whatever, and, and he had a, you know, he had a really rough childhood as well. Okay, he was confused. His daddy beat him badly. Okay, R. Kelly did too. So I mean, uh, no, R. R. Kelly was molested as a kid. R. Kelly was a manipulator. He was molested as a kid. But see how y'all can go with that BS on Mike again. Let let me say. So y'all are going to forgive Mike for having little boys over his house. Not grown men, little boys. But y'all gonna go R. Kelly for the exact same thing. But you're gonna tell me his legacy says, I don't give a damn about Mike's legacy. I don't care what y'all try to convince. Mike is guilty as the day is long, which is a different story. So I'm going with Team Prince. I am going with Team Prince. I don't care what y'all say. Oh, if we can't go with R. Kelly, we can't go with we can't go with Mike. We bias. can't nope. Bias, bias, bias is all. Oh, I'm now I'm biased. Bias. I'm still Team Prince. I don't care. I don't bring care. Bringing all the people personal business up in here. We talking about their music. See, that's petty. Like I said, until Prince get anything, that little funky ass guitar he had ain't nothing close to the moonwalk. Yeah, I said it. I don't care about that damn symbol. That's all he has. That damn symbol and that, that symbol ain't goddamn shit to the damn moonwalk. The moonwalk is is epic. He ain't gonna never beat that. I ain't even talk about grabbing the crouch thing that Mike did. The moonwalk itself and his out of all his dance moves. Ain't Prince ain't got nothing on it. Sorry, Prince. Wherever you at, if you hear me, sorry, my boy. You number two. And it's okay. He number one. Now, damn, fuck a Mike. He's number uh, one. He ain't never he had no damn one. Never Neverland. He ain't, he ain't had no damn Never Neverland. So please, he got a house in Minnesota. Shoot. Why you need Never Neverland Ratch? He so you know what? We're not even gonna go there. We 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 not even gonna go there. You know what? No, no more this or that for Zonga. She don't know who to choose. She choosing the what? wrong people. You ask me my choice on who I choose, then you gonna tell me I can't choose my number one? Those was that that was scripted. I was I was ready for you to say certain answers, and if you didn't say them, I was running off script. So that's what I did anyway. Oh, he is so wrong. But again, it's still King Prince. I don't care what you say. So what you gotta talk about that ain't talking about Prince and Michael Jackson? Because you over you over here being. Uh, I hope your your topic is controversial because it seems like you're in controversy mode, and that this no. will be this will be the episode that I let you know. Don't you don't don't hey don't poke the bear, don't poke the bear, don't poke the bear because I will growl. What? What you got? What what what? I you know what? You are so correct, but we're gonna go. We we just gonna do it today. So okay, so I guess I said like I said again, America. I didn't. I, I lost my book, so I don't have the points I wanted to make. But the topic was again. It ties into an everyday life for Black folks. Okay, so. When you find out, how does it affect you as a child, as an adult, 
finding out that you are a product of more of an unplanned relationship slash a relationship with no goals, meaning that you were just a come along baby. How do you, how would you feel finding that out? Because I'm learning as black folks, most of us, me included, my sister was playing. Me, I was a come along baby that was just made in the afterthought because they weren't in a relationship really more anymore. They just started fucking, had a kid and, you know, kept fucking because they'd already had a baby. Hmm. How do you think it makes you feel as a as an adult now, when your parents kind of tell you that, hey, you weren't actually planned, we had no goals of being together, we had no plans of having a relationship, you just sort of happened. Hmm. Um, hmm. First of all, I don't, know, I don't know how many parents telling their kids that that's fucked up anyway. But uh, You do talk a, about it. You're not saying it like, you know, you uh, do kind of uh, talk about it. You don't come and say, hey, like, I loved your dad. We made you out of love. Parents don't say it in a mean way, but they sort of say things that once you realize what they said without saying it, it kind of changes how you feel about being born into this world. Well, maybe this is a good question for the morally sound people because nowadays, you know how many people people's mama's gonna be hoes uh with this from this generation? Boy, them stories about to be epic. How when they're gonna say, was that my mom busting it open or doing this and that or on Pornhub? That's a that's a little bit deeper. But as far as you know, us regular folk who may have those situations, uh I think it can affect you psychologically a, a little bit as far as how you <sighs> how you express yourself in relationships, you know what I'm saying? You might, you, you might be someone like non-committal or have commitment issues. You, you know, you might have that rolling stone mentality. I think, um, I think you, I think you're a little more defensive and, uh, overprotective of yourself because I think you could have abandonment issues like that. And a lot, I think a lot of African-American people in general have abandonment issues and it's not just like, Oh, somebody's going to leave me. It's just like, you know, oh, I'm I'm the only person thinking this way. Everybody's not agreeing with me. And people go crazy. You know, people go crazy. I think it's a lot of abandonment issues in the black community that we don't address, or we don't. Uh, we're not being real with ourselves and saying that there are abandonment issues. Um, because I feel like uh, more people than 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 don't struggle with that, right? And you try to like everybody does. You try to mask it and you try to um, you know pretend that it's not it's, it's not a thing. But your personality can all you can always tell, you know, what I'm saying when certain things affect people, even subconsciously, just by the way they act. Right. Because a lot of people think about our community now. Right. And I'm not saying everybody was come along babies. Right. But a lot of people got commitment issues nowadays. like relationships is not it ain't even uh, people are really um, uh, trying to find the benefits of marriage. They like they, people like marriage is like. It's it's so downplayed nowadays. It ain't even like people even worth it no more because it's so much you know shit going on and not and commitment issues, right? So when you hear somebody, I think I, I had a not to go I, the other podcast. I had a guest and he was like, "Oh, I've been married for thirty two years. That's a feat nowadays." And he was an older guy, so him saying that and he was an older guy to show you like thirty two years. That used to be like you know bare minimum for somebody to be together, but now boy you. Even celebrities, dude, they make it a year or two. You'd be like, oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's it's just rare now. And I think that abandonment and commitment issues come from a lot of that, uh, you know, come along babies and something like that. Because once you hear a story that your parents wasn't in love or or, or wasn't trying to, you know, be together, they, 
I don't care what you say. Your value feels different. You can say you can say what you want. You, you can say what you want to say. And I'm not saying look, I love everybody and everybody is not their choice to come to this world. But as a human being, you like, damn, you know, like I wasn't somebody like my mom. My dad saw my mom and said, oh, I would love to have a baby with you. My, my dad was fucking <laughs> and got caught. You know what I'm saying? And you around chasing somebody who didn't even plan. And, you know, and that's saying I think that's why a lot of. I mean, I'm gonna sound horrible with this, but a lot of men have a lot of kids, right? And they'll be having relationships with a lot of them kids because they just be fucking. They just be fucking. And then you have all these kids, and then they expect their kids to come back around because they biologically theirs, you know what I'm saying? And come back and try to salvage some relationship or something like that. No, and darn well, you just fucking got caught because you don't like you you don't really like their mama. You don't really love their mama at all. You just fucking multiple people. And I think we as a people, we glorify you know uh having all these baby mothers and stuff like that and now we're seeing the fruits of you know the psychological damage that does to people because uh, we're making all these pimps and hoes and all these little kids are being pimps and hoes now ain't nobody you know what I'm saying ain't nobody trying to ain't nobody trying to settle down and be Bonnie and Clyde ain't even mentioned in this generation no more that ain't even a thing no more you know what I'm saying like we we used to try, try to be like Bonnie and Clyde you know what I'm saying I want that ride or die. you know like DMX one, ride or die you know we, we wanted all that type all that type of verb that type of verbiage is dead nowadays or I would say I won't say that is very very uh, subtly used only by a few. So that's my that's that's my thought that's my thoughts on that. I don't know if I got too deep right there, but you you hit a, you hit a you, you hit a real good topic that uh I feel like yeah because at this you know especially since we've been podcasting right I'm a lot more honest about my thoughts you know what I'm saying how I feel about things even having these conversations and I know us as people a lot we just fake you know how we feel for perception wise right a lot of people struggling inside <laughs> a lot of people struggling inside and they just don't admit it they 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 don't they don't admit it they'll be wondering why all these random things happen somebody fucking go crazy one day or somebody murder somebody one day they be struggling inside and we can't see what's going on inside but people we don't address it so that's what i think about that what you think it's a mental like okay let me explain why I, the subject came up i was watching uh, um tiktok you know tiktok be doing these random clips they mm-hmm. gave a tiktok and i don't know the movie denzel did he was talking to his son and the son said why don't you what did he say to him um how come you never say i love no he said i don't know he said i don't know why you never say i love you or, or yeah, why don't you ever say I love you? Or why do you never hug me back or something? And Denzel asked some question like, why would you say that? Or something to the fact. And Denzel said, I don't. He said you. He said he asked him like, let me ask you a question. Do you have food in your table? Do you have a roof over your head? Da 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 da. And the boy's like, yeah. He said, well, you got all those things. I ain't got to tell you a goddamn thing. I ain't never got to tell you I love you. Just know. I do this because I made you. So I'm here to take care of you. And that right there hit close to home. You are a oopsie baby. So when you are oopsie baby, your parents feel like they're obligated to take care of you. They don't. They choose to because that's what we're taught to take care of our our kids, not because Mm -hmm. we love them. Because they're obligated. So, and when Denzel gave that one line, it made me think deeper in my own self. And and it's funny because, like I said, it made me think about my own father. I could say I love you to my dad a thousand times, and he Mm. won't never say it back. And it affects how I deal with people. It affects what I say to people and why I don't use the word that often or why I don't like to hear the word. Because it made me think, 
did you take care of me because you were obligated because you made me or do you trip? Did you truly take care of me as a single dad because you really love the kids you made? Mm. See what I'm saying it digs deeper into a finding out that you are an oopsie baby, not a baby made in love. It makes a fact because when when people that you that your parents and your grandparents, even though they come from a different world, say won't say I love you back when you're going to bed or as your agent, mm. it mentally messes with your mind. So when other people say it to you, you go like, why the fuck you say it? Oh, I don't want to hear that. I don't need to say those words because you don't know how to or you're afraid to say it because you're not used to hearing it. So it affects a whole lot of your mental as you then when you raise your own. I say I love you, my kids every night. I tell my kids I appreciate them every day, even through some of the stupidest stuff we do. We laugh. We have a good time. My kids. My two oldest, I even never, I tell them how they were created, but they were, they were my oopsies baby, but I still love them. It's not like I'm obligated to take care of mine. I could have even gave them away, but because mm-hmm. I love mine with every bit of me as a woman, I take care of mine because not because I'm obligated. Cause you know, there's 50 million relatives that are taking kids for the money, but because mm-hmm. I love them, I carry them in every moment after the time I gave that I was, they were created that I thought about even the memories, the laughter, the pain, the kicking in my ribs. Those are some of the greatest memories I could ever have. And when I tell it to them, it's like repainting the picture. And they ask me every time, mom, why did you do this? Mom, what happened when I was a baby? And I tell them little things. Like I remember when you were first born, you did X, Y, Z. Or I remember when I encouraged you, oh, I threw up like this. It's things to let them know that I love every moment of my pregnancy. But on mm-hmm. the flip side, like I said, just talked to my father the other day. I said, I love your dad. My father sits on the phone like. And I'm like, every time he does that, it takes a piece of me. It takes a very deep piece of me that hurts. And I said it to him before, but he can never address it like, yeah, don't think like mm. that. Don't feel like that. So every time I literally think about that, it may, it hurts because in my mind is, did you really love me? Did you really want me? Or did your family guilt you and saying, hey, you created those little bastards. Now, I wasn't. Mm. I was. Well, my parents got married. They got married because they had kids. They made mm-hmm. two kids out of wedlock, so they made they got married right before me, right before me. Once my mother found out she was pregnant, they went and got married. But did you do it out of love? Did you did y'all have goals for a future relationship, or did y'all just get married because that's what his that's what society taught you? This mm-hmm. TV type of the my three sons leave it to beaver type relationship where you're mm-hmm. obligated to marry the woman you made your kids with. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said when I watched that clip and I watched it several times, it hit deep in my mental and it brought back a lot of things. And I said, I wonder how many people, parents, are really sitting there feeling like when you know how you you see black women, because I can't speak of racist. You see black women that said it wasn't for you being born. I'd have had a better life. Or, you know, what I'm saying that mm. right there, it stays mm. in the back of a child's mind. You look like your, your trifling ass father. So in his mind is it hits so deep in the mental that you don't realize the psychological damage that you put on your kids by saying that stuff because you're damaging their psyche saying, well, you created me. Well, he ain't want you. So you make that child pay the price for what you created. Mm. So it is a very deep thing. And I thought it was a touching thing that I really wanted to talk on, touch on because sex, it is a part of sex, but it's also a part of your psychological and your future upbringing, how you were brought up and how you're bringing your. You're now tuned in to flavor in your ear, flavor in your ear.